Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Ian Rush and you're listening to Football Ramble. Dust off your skateboards, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble. Lovely to have you here. My name is Marcus and Jim's to my left. Hello. Pete's opposite. Wag wag. Luke is on the right. All right. Just uh, geographically, not politically. Now, <laughs> um, uh, Harry Redknapp said in the press uh, recently that he would not take the England job if offered it, even in the future, which I suppose would where the, the offer would lie. Yeah, well, he's not going to be offered it in the past, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he has been, by many a tabloid hat. Has been. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, I'd like you to name a memorable lie that uh, someone from the world of football has told uh, before that tickled your pink, Jim. Uh, I'm going to go for a classic, mm. um, which we've not spoken about for quite a while. This was an absolute, you know... Ramble favourite, but oh, no. Stephen Island. Oh no! Oh, I thought of that. <laughs> I thought of that. Oh, yes. Stephen Island making up his dead nans. Like, yeah. like forty dead nans or whatever it was. We could get out of international <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. An army of dead nans. <laughs> Stephen Island. We, hard, we hardly knew you. Yeah. Mm. He's just sort of gone since then, isn't it? He? <laughs> yeah. He's just disappeared. Blimey, yeah, that, that was his, that in many ways was his, was his cultural summit. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, th- I think he's fallen out of love with being mental. Yeah, so. he has. Yeah. And football, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, good start, solid start there. That was because when he was away, um, or, or didn't go away for international yes, duty, because he, he told them that one of his nans was dead, and then did he phone back? And no, say, they, they, they checked, and then he said no, it was my other nan. Right, and then, and they, then they, they checked, checked again. again. Yeah, I, I love that he just thought they wouldn't check again. No. But it was quite a serious issue. Yeah, of course it was. It was huge. It, it I mean, was his girlfriend was pregnant and something. Happened. Oh yeah, it was you know, it was yeah, so he didn't need to do the lie. Exactly, which is what absolutely, makes it funny. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. And when he sort of said, "I'll just go and get my girlfriend," and he went out of the room and came back in a wig, that was just pushing it too far. The penny started to drop. Yeah, yeah. He does love a Nando's, though. He does. <laughs> <laughs> There's this little place in England called Nando's. Nando dies. Nando dies. Oh, that's unfair. What? That is unfair. Oh, what's wrong with yeah. that? Look, she, that didn't actually, she didn't really die. Yeah, no, nobody died. No Nans have been harmed. In 1993, nobody died. Luke suddenly got on his, on his extremely high horse. Yeah. Can I just say, Nanic don't deserve better. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Jim always slips in the odd yeah. gag there. That, no, that nobody's picked up on that's very true yeah. does that happen on stage as well <laughs> <laughs> endlessly endlessly <laughs> uh, Pete what have we got well I've got Sodol Marcus I've already established because that's what I was going to go for I was going to go for Stephen Island's um, well, five hands had- John Terry John Terry that's my one you prick <laughs> <laughs> You must have told more than one. Oh, you told me that bit of chat then wasn't an right, effort to procrastinate. Tarima West, that's come out this week. Oh, with his age? Yeah, he's, 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 he's 55 or something. Now you're talking. When he retired, he was 46 or something. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Jonathan Wilson worked out that he said, oh, I was, at, um, I was invited to Tarima West's 28th birthday party. <laughs> which And he did the calculation and said, oh, that means it was his 40th birthday party. So it was actually a better birthday party. Oh, OK, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Jonathan Wilson. It was definitely a football writer. Yeah, I was talking to... Why did that end up happening? Yeah, I, I can't imagine him holding it. Because himself. I think he's a football writer that's actually respected. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. Footballers <laughs> invite him to things. I wouldn't know anything <laughs> about it. He, yeah, <laughs> he, he writes about football because he loves football. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it was maybe when Turo S was in Milan. Mm. There was some, something no, going yeah. along there. Uh, yeah, I like that. But I think, though, when they sort of go, oh, shock, West was this, and oh, dear, oh, dear, I think. What an achievement! <laughs> you know, that's absolutely outrageous. He was he was playing in, in Europe's top leagues when he was yeah. like in his late thirties and forties. <laughs> Bloody <laughs> hell, man! They should all come out and say this because they, I mean, they're, they're, admit the, it. The Invincibles. You imagine if they, if they did that and the average age of like, the football was actually at like, thirty-eight. It would be yeah. superb. Yeah. It means that we still have a chance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome. A yeah. young sort of uh, you know guy in his early twenties thinking, "Okay, I've got seven years. Oh no, I haven't." <laughs> uh, Luke, what you got? Uh, John Terry Yes In the Champions League When he got sent off Against Barcelona 
<laughs> okay. You didn't think I was going to go for that one, I did you? I thought you were getting court case. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> On the advice of the Ramble lawyers, I was told to, to go for the semi-final against Barcelona. The last few years. The Ramble lawyers, you phone 118118. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yeah. When, when, when he basically tries to give is it Alexis Sanchez a dead leg for yes. no like a playground style dead leg yeah, yeah. with to the world's it. media watching him <laughs> and then he said no no he checked his run and so um, it basically I, it, w- it wasn't my fault and then he looked at the video afterwards and went oh yeah it does look a bit worse than that actually. Well, yeah, I, I love the like he must be hoping that the video will also lie with him that <laughs> yeah. the reality will change I think he's yeah. correlate his story I think he's in that much of a, a, a bubble Hmm. The, a John Terry bubble that we, at, the time, that, uh, at the time we, we recorded evidence will follow suit at, at the time we, we were actually saying well of course you know what actually happened because you did it yeah, exactly yeah. what do you mean and it wasn't one of those ones where it was in the heat of a moment where he hit someone and uh, it was very calculated yeah well for me it I shows doubt. the measure of the man <laughs> yeah. but it shows the measure of the man mm. because if you if you if he had been like in any way a decent human being <laughs> he would have said yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Yeah. I was just a bit of a snide prick. Yeah, I've let my, I've let my oh, team yeah. down. I've let all the travelling fans down. He played well in the final, though, didn't he? He did. Yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did well. Um, yeah. Not, not I mean, that counts count- or anything. That sort of counts as a lie as well, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? All yeah. of those photos count as a lie. Clean shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, uh, yeah, I do like that. How it's it's a semi-final of a Champions League at the New Camp. Yeah, his second leg. It's like. No one's watching. Quick, Dum. yeah. <laughs> when, but I also, that happens, I'm not really sure what a checked run is. Yeah, it just makes me sort of doubt my own idea of what a checked run is. Yeah, like, oh, I've seen you platform, so I understand. <laughs> um, but also, with John, I know that UEFA sort of said that they had to get in his kit and that sort of crap, and so he wasn't he wasn't completely to blame for that. But I still reckon. Yeah, no, let's blame in him. the in the bar afterwards. I reckon he was saying to girls, "Yeah, I didn't commit a single foul on tonight's final." <laughs> Didn't get booked. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I'm going to go for Rafa, uh, not Rafa Benitez, sorry, Gerard Houllier, who's uh, won before, um, eating the grass. Oh, well, Robbie Fowler, when he was trying to snort up a line off the, off the touchline. Exactly. Good. When yes. he scored against Everton, uh, snorted a line, uh, pretended to snort a line if he came in front of the Everton fans, and uh, Houllier was like, well, they do this in training all the time where they pretend to eat the grass in celebration. <laughs> It's still right. a lot of really massive celebrations. Really, yeah, when you a classic training. celebration for every schoolboy on the pitch. <laughs> so, um, oh, who's got the points? Who's got the? Bit? What's your one, Jim? Ireland. Stephen Ireland. Uh, it's got to be Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Or is that a lie? Did he just maybe not know? That's why they keep on going. So, what well, he didn't yeah. know how old he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, I think that's the key, isn't it? Would, would it swear your decision I'm if I promised to give the points, the dedicated points to John Terry? Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's let's go to uh, the Premier League uh, and and Red Naps QPR. They um, they got a good point at home to Wigan, or did they? <laughs> um, it was uh, it, they started off quite brightly actually, and they hit the post, and then and then Zamora. Um, unfairly got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> Can we all agree? Your man, your man, Bobby Z. Um, once the the solution to England's uh, striking problems, Bobby Zamora um, got sent off for booting uh, a wing player in the head. Who was the player? I forget. Gomez. 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 Who then got right. boot for the rest of the game because the rest of the game is shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, a real yeah, studs on the side of the face. Yeah. You, you got you've got. I mean, it has actually cost um, QPR there clearly. Um, it looked for a time that it wouldn't have cost them on the That's day because right. they went a goal ahead and they, and they almost closed the game out. But it still would have cost them really because he would have been suspended. Yeah, and and he's one of their big players. He's, he's important. You, you've got to, you've got a re- you've got a really question his, his state of mind if he's doing that in a game of that importance. Yeah, it was such a strange one. When is it ever a good idea to kick a person in the face? Yeah. <laughs> well, there are occasions. Uh, back to John Terry. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Abu did a great yeah, job that yeah, time. Yeah. Mm, John Hartson, as Pete said. <laughs> um, but it wasn't good. We don't like that kind of behaviour. No. Um, but yeah, studs to the face, and then obviously sent off. He couldn't understand why he was sent off. <laughs> I think, I think uh, I've interviewed Bobby Zamora on more than one occasion. He's mm. not that thick. He definitely knows what he's done. But I think um, Zamora. He probably just went in half-heartedly. Went try and get. But the he was ball. so late as well. I know he was, but I just think he completely switched off. I don't think it was malicious. I think he switched off and was like, oh, "I'll stick my foot in." But if yeah, he had well, done that, f- yeah, sorry about if that. That five minutes from the end, after a, a, a game yeah. of doggies where he's knackered yeah. and, he, and, he, and he really wants of to win course, the ball, it's, it's no excuse for no, it. No, there is no excuse. Yeah, but I'm saying that's why I, I suspect he was so surprised at the decision to send him off because in his head he probably just put out a boot and no, I've not got the ball, not to worry. And but as you say, at that stage in the game, when at any stage of a game, it's such an important one, he shouldn't be doing. The, the other thing is, by the way, just just to um, sort of re-emphasise the fact that a lot of modern fans these days are just absolutely clueless. Yeah, is they boot. A lot of QPR fans booed Julie Gomez, presumably for getting kicks in the head. I, I understand it if they maybe thought that um, 
that he was playing axing a bit and he, and he sort of lived up sort of tried to get him sent off but he did get a boot in the head right yeah. secondly a load of those fans were clapping Zamora off yeah, why are you clapping your striker off <laughs> yeah, yeah. after he's got sent off in a relegation battle after 20 yeah, minutes yeah. you should be besides normally football fans don't need an excuse to become outraged about any little thing <laughs> why are you clapping him off yeah, he yeah. stuck his boots six foot in the air under someone's head you fine, should be berating him for that fine 20 minutes though yeah, well, yeah, he's, you know? yeah. in many ways he's put a massive 20 minute shift in there and he should be applauded yes exactly <laughs> huge, huge. that's the other side of the argument well, right, Bobby. Yeah, exactly. that's a great 20 minutes Bob <laughs> <laughs> That's what Joe Jordan says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially because like, Harry's got to say that the, you know the rest of our season hinges on Bobby so much. He did like, say that, didn't he? Yeah, maybe yeah. The, maybe the um, the pressure went to Zamora's head. <laughs> the hinge uh, being in the it's back all about me. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> so he put it on someone else's head. No, another QPR player worth pointing out is yes. um, Stefan uh, Mbia, who who had a classic Mbia game in his whole his whole life in microcosm. Basically, at one, on one side <laughs> he breaks away and lays a nice ball off a Remy with a magnificent finish and yeah. sets up the goal. And the next minute he's pushing someone over and, and, and giving <laughs> away a needless free kick and they can see it. And that's, yeah. that sums him beer from what I've seen him and that massively sums him up. He yeah. makes yeah. crazy decisions sometimes. A very we, enthusiastic man. We were analysing the uh, free kick whether I, I sort of said that uh, Trapp could have um, could have possibly deflected that ball if he didn't sort of flinch away from it. A he ducked, didn't he? He did do a he, bit of He ducking, jumped and then he, he sort of pushed his shoulder out when he could have just if he'd take one to the face. Yeah. Like Clint Hill chops. did a few minutes before. Yeah. Almost yeah. took his head actually but that off. Is, that is a frustrating thing surely for a fan to see Tarrat I mean okay he's jumped fair enough I always think a wall should jump um, but then clearly ducks out the way and the ball sails in like I mean in in the short time we've been speaking about this game we've spoken about three utterly utterly ridiculous incidents that have needlessly <laughs> yeah. cost QPR and yeah. it just shows they just don't have what it takes do they they're too silly to be in the league I, I can't think of any other team that's been relegated because they've been too silly what they no, should have had in happening. the wall is the wage bill and that's big enough <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go good Very stuff good. I, I, I saw it's such on what Jim, Jim's just mentioned there I saw I think Lee Dixon wrote something that I read a while back maybe a week or two ago and he said look for all the narrative that's around QPR the red nap sign the players they've brought in a lot of people are losing sight of the fact that actually keep up in really average all season yeah, of Everyone, it's almost been a season of people thinking well they're going to hit some form at some point yeah. and, and yep. you know we can talk about individual areas like we did with the last QPR game as well uh, and the game against Villa and that sort of stuff the fact of the matter is you can't you, you, people have got to take collective responsibility including the manager you can't say oh, the manager's done a really good job but they're making individual errors the manager's part of his job is to instill concentration in the team mm. uh, Andre Villas-Boas saw Spurs you know, to, to link it into back to Spurs, Andre Villas-Boas saw that Spurs were conceding a lot of late goals, and mm. he changed the training regime around. You, mm. you can you can definitely change it. You can yeah. influence it, mm. and um, it may not be the case because I don't think Bobby Zamora is that kind of player. But it could be that Redknapp's sending them out far too pumped up. Well, no, but you know, that, that sort of that, stuff that you know. makes sense because they seem to just panic and make crazy decisions based on pure adrenaline. So hang on, you're not saying anything's Harry's fault. <laughs> I wouldn't that, dare to comment mm. in such a manner. I reckon he plays. Well, if you are, then you can just get out now. of the media. <laughs> well, listen, all I will say about QPR fans that are supportive of Redknapp, which is you know absolutely their decision, make the most of it because as soon as you go down, there, he'll be long gone. Mm. You, won't, you will not see that man for dust. <laughs> what do you think, Pete? Redknapp to blame or Red not to blame? blame? Well, yeah, he, well, he was, he was brought in on a ticket of being the man motivator, the man who's going to, yeah. you know, uh, give them at least six or seven matches. And you can, and by the way, yeah. Harry, you can sign whoever you want, <laughs> yeah. whoever yeah. you want. You can <laughs> Loic Remy, yeah, will sign for you. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's the right. Do you not think? Yeah, well, he's done. Right. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> didn't pick up on your tones there. Sorry, my mistake. Um, I think with uh, um, oh that's right I was going to say uh, was it one of the commentators said something or was it Alan Smith who said uh, QPR are averaging a point a game under Redknapp and if, he, if he'd have been there the whole time then they'd be okay well I wouldn't exactly that's yeah. not how football no, works yeah. for a start <laughs> yeah. and secondly would um, 36 points or whatever it is 38, 38, points. 38 yeah. points be enough well, you don't know. Might be this season. Might yeah. be this season. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, it's not exactly going to be plain sailing, is it? If you stand no. up at 38 points, you're not having a comfortable season, are you? Not <laughs> It'd be a bit boring if the game was a draw. You're not sipping the champers. Well, especially if you, drop, if, you, if you drop one point, you're like, oh crap. If you lose one match, you're like, shit. We've yeah. got 38 points to get this season, boys. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Southampton's fortunes uh, are much better. Yep. They, uh, fantastic win against Reading 2 0. Does that condemn Reading, Jim? Yeah, I think Reading. Uh, uh, 
shame. You know, as we were saying a couple of weeks ago, they're just they're just not good enough, are yeah. they? It's a shame they got a lot of spirit about them, got a lot of fight about them, and they've got some some, some good players in there, and they're, they're just got, an interesting and likable team. But they just they are just not up to it. They've got a lot of Danny Guthrie about them. That's two relegations in about four. Oh, he's not feel for the DG. He's a new Nigel Quality. They're not they're not they're not good enough. They're not they're not strength enough. It marked sort of opposition to QPR who have spent a lot of money Reading have spent hardly anything mm, 6 yeah. or 7 million maybe well Reading enough. pretty much had the team they came up with didn't they exactly and Southampton were excellent they, they, against yeah. Reading they would knock it about lovely Jay Rodriguez is having a really really good season nice well, patch, under Povertino yeah. he's, he's, he's been superb hasn't he I mean he he was slightly fortunate with the finish but it was another nice move from Southampton yeah. and as you say Luke they're knocking the ball about much nicer mm. and, and under Pochettino they, they look far more um, tactically uh, you know in, in a better shape one, than one they did th- in under Adkins one thing I, 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 one conclusion I'll draw from Southampton compared to Southampton under Adkins is and, I, and, I, and obviously I thought as most people did that Adkins hadn't the right to be there oh, Adkins, yeah, he took over not slagging him off going oh now they got rid of him he know. took over when they weren't doing that much in League One you know, so he's earned the right yeah, but the, the difference yeah. being that um, and I don't necessarily believe that you have to be a great player to be a great manager because there's obviously of examples of that but Pochettino looks to me like he's instilling like a almost like a continental nicely experienced tactical aware side yeah. that knock it about nicely they press really well together they're, they're really well organised they don't, they don't just press on ones or twos they press all over the place and against a team like Reading who they know they're better than yeah. they got, he's got a lot of confidence in them and they know they can steamroll a team like Reading and they, and they did that and I think they've been good under Pochettino even in the games they haven't picked up points well, they maybe could have done. They've still done well, and, they, and, they've, yeah. and they've also outclassed it. Like good teams, yeah, like Man City and stuff. They they really deserve to win that game. Yeah, and and so I think they've been excellent. I think if they strengthen next season, they'll really kick on. They really yeah. Will. I mean, well, they're in, six points from safety now. They're eleventh now. I think. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, that's yeah. Right. In that it's in brilliant. that match, though, they, there's so many missed chances. Lafondra missed one. He did. Yeah, he rushed in there. I don't know what how he managed to do it though. Like, he know, really snatched at that, didn't he? Into yeah. the ground, into the ground every mm. single time. And they did. You know, Reading could have had a penalty as well. I think it's. He had, he had some crazy statistic Lafondre at one point where you know when he went for that patch where he won manager of the month yeah. and he, I think he scored something like six manager goals manager of the month that would be some effort wouldn't it yeah. 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 <laughs> he, won, he won player of the month and he scored something like six goals in 90 minutes of football because he yeah. kept coming off the bench and yeah, scoring yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing it's excellent um, yeah. a, a, another great away win was for Aston Villa away to Stoke City 3-1 yeah. no, goal, no goals like that in that it was very scrappy wasn't it yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such an, so it was brilliant because it was like kind of that, that mixture of a real Really, really fucking important goal and a really, really flipping decent one. Yeah, well, Leon's goal, of course. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely under pressure as well. So, yeah, like, it wasn't. They like, closed him down as well, wasn't it? It yeah. wasn't like Tony of uh, you know nobody around yep. him. It was like just a yeah. Oh god. Well, yeah, god. you're absolutely right, people. Because what's great about that is. Um, you would have had a, a, a big old celebration anyway even if it was like a yeah. toe poke yeah. two yards out so it, it just, just makes it all the and, and, and he had to and he couldn't leather it straight he, he had to drop yeah. behind the keeper and so mm. he went so high and so low in such a short space and of he time. took all his chest as well yeah. he executed um, it beautifully I loved Pulis's comments you know Pulis I mean they lost the game and they're in terrible form so you can sort of understand him being a bit of a bad mood I mean partly obviously it's partly his fault but well, and they're three points above the, the drop zone they're in trouble yeah, they are Whereas, been I mean Villa are only two but Pulis Pulis said something quite funny when he, when he was asked about a Loughton goal I mean you'd like to think a manager would be like wow it's a great goal you know, well done to him yeah. Yeah. he yeah. actually went Pulis said something like well, I've not checked the statistics on how often he scores goals like that. And it's like, no, he's <laughs> still can't. Relevant. It's a goal. It's happened. You can't take it away yeah, from him because he doesn't Jesus. normally do it. Well, he's never done that before. So we can chalk it off. Yeah. <laughs> Was it good? You'd have to ask Opta. Yeah. <laughs> and what difference does it make? He's just the most joyless bloke, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he really. It's almost like it comes out in his football. Um, yeah, we, 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 and we've touched on this, and it, and, and it is really a case of with, with teams like Pulis managers. It's a case of like dance with the devil because mm. fans will put up with it for a certain amount of time. But as soon as you start not winning games and you really struggle, they yeah. turn you like that, and rightly so because yeah. he's playing one up front at home every game with John Walters just behind, well, if, and they're not going to accept it. I mean, if and why three, should they accept three it? Three points above the relegation zone, you know. Mm. And you so many, a lot of money. As so many as well. teams are getting drawn in. Yeah, it's, it's that relegation. Strange. He has spent so much money, and. and, and and as we've said before as well momentum is so important at this stage of the season look at what's happening to Sunderland now mm. Stoke have won 1 in 12 I think which is obviously relegation form so. yeah. well Sunderland in trouble there um, on the same points as Wigan I thought, I thought they defensively I thought they were quite good uh, today but it's just kind of like they've, Sunderland. Just got, they've just got nothing up top I didn't yeah. see them well they, uh, they lost 2-1 uh, away at Chelsea they, they go a goal ahead they, they did, did go a goal, ahead. goal yeah Decanio had them they, had, they were one up so the half time dressing room would have been an interesting mm. place to be but as we've said before fascism doesn't work and they lost 2-1 <laughs> um, uh, we, we <laughs> well John Terry was planned. oh that's yeah. true yeah, yeah. well yeah. Mm. 
But uh, moving on swiftly. But um, what, Chris, I, I like I like how you're scared of accusing John Terry of being a little bit right wing when you know the other side of it is a man with a Mussolini tattoo. <laughs> Unless you've got a Mussolini <laughs> yeah. tattoo, I refuse to go. I, I also love the PR bit of well, no, Terry just, sliding up to the Canyo guy. Mm. This guy's worse than me. If I slide up to him, <laughs> yeah. I'll be all right. And the Canyo guy, no, stay away. Well, no, I just I just think that um, you know fascism is is a, is a political belief system. Obviously, has a lot more to it than that. And John Terry in politics. Two yeah. things I wouldn't yeah. have thought would be in the same sentence, but uh, it was quite funny when we mentioned last week, as, as a lot of people did, Decanio talking about, um, no, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm quite a good guy. My two best friends were Travis Sinclair and Chris Powell, and Chris Powell has come out and, and, and basically said that's not really been the case. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he said it feels like I've been used to sort out someone else's problem. We were teammates for a year in 2003 at Charlton, and he was a great signing. There was no doubting. Well, maybe Decanio just was thinking of a different black guy. <laughs> It's all just a case of mistaken yeah. identity. Yeah, it could be. It could we're be. We're not heard from Travis Sinclair yet. <laughs> yeah. I also like the way the Observer picked up on Decanio saying, "Oh, I've never been a fascist." Blah blah. They found a quote from him in from Four Four Two magazine yeah. from about six or seven years ago, where he says. Uh, why can't a social idea of a radical right wing be expressed democratically the communists do it and no one says a word then they break my ball come on yes I'm a fascist so what <laughs> and I mean, that, that is quite unequivocal I love how that he's got a tattoo so of Mussolini yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you see him have I got news for you they were talking about this and they showed pictures of him at like, a very very well known uh, fascist funeral mm. and he was stood there and he went yeah he's just, he just stood in the crowd attending a funeral and then it cuts wearing, to like wearing his black shirt yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah and it cuts to um, reading the daily mail <laughs> Norm- well, not naughty at all. Very well said. Um, uh, uh, then it cuts to um, a picture of the coffin being led through the crowd, and everyone's giving it like the right-handed salute. And, and I think um, oh, I forget who was presenting, and he just said, uh, "No, they just- they're waving." Yeah, he just went, it, was, it was just a unified wave goodbye, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrible dear. stuff. Anyway, let's seriously move on. Sunderland lost two one. They're in, they're in trouble. Um, but Newcastle, uh, who uh, I think had slipped under the radar quite a bit in the, in the relegation. Battle. I mean, they're still in it. They're not quite out of it, but a great win at home to Fulham. Yeah, say was a vital one. Uh, not another dark all match for that. I yeah. also think it was. Um, it was. A, it was a really, really good match. Mark Schwarzer. Schwarzer it's going to be lovely to see him at the World Cup because he will. Yeah, go, and mm. it'll just it'll be lovely. So he'll be like forty-one, forty-two yeah, by then. Like he's still got enough in the tank. He was. Teremo West is looking at him thinking there's years <laughs> to go. Very <laughs> unimpressive for the Nigerians. The, um, uh, there's a lovely. Teremo West would be thinking, "Do you want that whole tournament now? Twenty-one. Get your experience up. Twenty-one. I think." Under forty-one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, there was a lovely, uh, I say, a lovely moment. I, uh, it's one of those ones I have a kind of love hit sort of relationship with Paddy. He doesn't know this, obviously, of course. But um, I just kind of, if I saw any other manager jump into the crowd and come out with his shirt untucked after scoring a last-minute mm. goal, you know, getting themselves out of the relegation battle, um, so to speak, I'd be like, oh, well done, brilliant. But because it's Paddy, I, just, I don't know what it is when he's, you know, he's, it, it, for me, it, it feels really fake. It just feels like he yeah. wants to be yeah, one of the he's lads. Because so, he's so good at PR, because he is quite a good PR sort of operator <clears> usually. He, he when when he does stuff like that, I can't help but sort of think a little bit cynical. Uh, you know, a little bit. Cynical he's sort of like he bit. knows what he's doing. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But there was a lovely moment where uh, he, he come out, he come out of the crowd, and he, uh, half of his um, shirt was tucked up, uh, tucked out and uh, untucked rather, and uh, a lot of the crowd was shouting, "Took your shirt in, took your shirt in." And then he, he looks down and he just pulls his whole shirt off and goes, "Fuck it." <laughs> it's a lovely moment. Yeah, um, I heard actually that he um, in the Steve Harper business didn't confront Steve Harper he used to kind of arrange meetings and then not turn up and it was Harper that had to go in his office and say look what's happening here and he sort of quite sheepishly oh, oh yeah I, I, we're not going to offer you another contract oh really yeah no. it was a little bit of no. I had stories about that with Mark Hughes at QPR how mm. when he turned up at QPR everyone thought he'd be really big and really sort of like forefront apparently he's quite sheepish around people really? yeah. I, I think you'd be surprised actually a lot of managers like other people to, are they, are they well yeah you have a management team for a reason don't you yeah, yeah. well that's a big big moment coming up potentially for Newcastle who next week play Sunderland yeah and Ooh. could I mean given that Newcastle has been relegated recently it could, it could effectively relegate Sunderland if they beat it them. would be good wouldn't it that <laughs> would be great for you yeah for Newcastle fans only for Newcastle fans only <laughs> Um, but yeah anyway well that's the Premier League the relegation battle um, is hotting up oh we should say we're recording this on a Sunday so the Manchester derby is tomorrow night that's mm. why you went and heard yeah, us yeah. talk about it but, they but might a great win for United it. yeah they might be <laughs> City have been dragged into it as well <laughs> um, but let's go on to the Championship uh, where uh, Cardiff drew 0-0 away to Watford 
Cardiff looking good though aren't they they're, they're, they're homing in on that first mm. spot um, Hull, you can't uh, see him yeah, no, uh, keeping in good form staying in second uh, they beat Middlesbrough 1-0 Borough have had a terrible run yeah, they, they really lost have. 12 in 15 the Amiobi effect <laughs> <laughs> I think it was before the rot had started before he had arrived I mean they're 7 points off the playoff but they lost 12 matches in fifth, their last 15 league games there's, I mean they're 7 points Oh, not promotion fault. Maddening. Oh, they're, no way, they're never, never going to make the playoffs now. But it, not uh, a chance. You know, a, a friend of mine's a middle friend. He just says, I don't know what it is. Just mm. do not know what it is. So, shame. But it would be worse to be a Blackburn Rovers fan. They're in the, the relegation God, zone. Yeah. They lost 3 2 away at Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, there was, there was a time this season where they were looking like you know serious promotion candidates to start with. And, and then Henningberg wouldn't do that, Michael Jackson. Yeah, and then yeah. the spirit just went. Hmm. From beyond the grave, Michael yeah. Jackson, have an influence at Exeter City in the past and Fulham, yeah. having an influence at Blackburn from mm. beyond the grave. They need to make a change, I think. But it's, it's hard <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah. <assume. laughs> Just shows you that generally mm. um, consistency will get you nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, change it more often. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, it, exactly. they've not changed it up enough. But you've no. got to say, I think in recent history, they've had kind of like, uh, this kind of like sugar daddy kind of benefactor that came in and yeah, kind of like yeah, rescued yeah. them. That's not going to happen again. It's just not going to happen again. It's no. too expensive. Uh, you know, the, these one man, men sort of local heroes. Just don't come along anymore because it's just not enough money. Yeah, you hear in exactly. the world. I don't think Blackburn have won. I, I can't remember <clears throat> Blackburn Rovers winning a football match this season. Obviously, they have won, but they haven't won. I don't think they've won at least their last sort of twelve it's games. Strange because they've got some players with a lot of Premier League. They've got experience. some players, yeah. Well, yeah, but with that's not enough, is it? <laughs> a lot of Premier League experience. You know, Gabs Pedersen's there, David Dunn, Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy. Murphy well, yeah. I wasn't going to mention him. <laughs> Phil has saved you, Danny Murphy. <laughs> no, do do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we need to get him a move. <laughs> Um, no, we need to get him to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, Huddersfield drew uh, to a Peter, but both seemed to trouble the posh twenty third town twenty first. Uh, Barnsley, they're down there as well. They got a decent point away to Palace. Um, they had to earn it wearing Palace's away kit because referee Keith Stroud said the kits were too similar. Yeah, good good time to play Palace. Haven't won for a while, so yeah. it's a strange one, though, isn't it? How surely the referee would be aware of. The home the kit colours, of Palace yeah. and the away kit of I don't know who's to blame in that situation. Yeah. I'm not really sure how it works, but yeah, that's a where. Uh, it's a bit of a strange one, wouldn't it? But it really yeah, is. But it's, that surely it's just the referee's judgment. Yeah, but it would be a bit of weird if you. I mean, for example, if you went and see your team play and they were wearing the other team's kit, it'd be a bit strange, yeah. wouldn't it? And, uh, did they, I, I saw a clip, but it was, I was too far away from the television because I was at work and I'm not shouldn't really be watching television. Um, but the, you got I any more see, stories like that? Didn't see the number. <laughs> didn't see the. So would, it, would they just have their squad numbers, their kit numbers, their because the, their names would be on the back, wouldn't they? Yeah. One thing we can all agree on, Pete, is it should be pants and vest, <laughs> <laughs> bibs at least. Yeah. Pants and vest. No, they're, no they're, they're just their pants. They've not brought their kit. Just yeah. your pants. Skin, yeah. <laughs> Skin. Yeah. Exactly. I used to love that. Um, I can remember being, because I'm quite fair skinned, I can remember when we did shirts and skins down the park, um, I would refuse to be on the skins team if I didn't have any suntan lotion with me. Have you got any more stories than that? Sadly, it does. Just trying to make Pete feel, feel better. Uh, Johnson's paint trophy final. What a game, I watched hey, it. The crew won. I played some lovely stuff. Beat Southampton two 0 Did Phil Brown do some Southampton sort of, Southend? Forgive me. Yeah. Did Phil Brown do some sort of like karaoke to commemorate? So. One I thing I would so. say is, so the situation for those unaware, uh, I know you guys all know about it. Is obviously Paul Sturrock took over Southend when Southend when they're in real trouble. Yes. They, had like, they had like four full time pros and he took over. Mm. He did really well for them. He's, he, you know, he's done a good job. He's essentially got effectively got into this final, and he was sacked before the final could take place. And, then, right. and then they said, "Well, Paul, you can lead the team out of the uh, Wembley if you want." And to which he said, fuck off, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a professional, I've got some dignity. Mm. They hired Phil Brown. I would have thought that you would get the assistant manager to lead the team out of stuff, not Brownie. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there like a fucking greyhound. Massive grill, massive grill on his face, nice new suit for the occasion, yeah, yeah. his South End colours. He's he lovely can't believe day out. Was he looking, He's was worked looking, so hard to get there. Yeah. Was he looking sun-kissed? He's, he sat there thinking, everyone here knows I belong here. This is, <laughs> this is my stage. Phil Golden Brown. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I've conquered America on my bike, now I'm conquering Wembley. Yeah, but he didn't though. No, no he, didn't. he didn't. They lost 2 0. Thank yeah. goodness. And Crew were on the better side. They, re- they really were. The first goal was a beauty. Oh, yeah. Absolute beauty. And, and Crew have, have got this um, reputation for being good at set pieces and playing this sort mm. of quite ingenuitive football. Um, <clears throat> and the first goal was a beautiful um, corner, came across. And it was almost like they played the corner so far away from the goal, you're thinking, what are they doing? And then the, the, the player he scored ran in from deep and just rifled it into the top corner. It's a beauty at Wembley as well. He's loving it. Lovely goal. <laughs> lovely goal. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. And um, they've got so many good young players, homegrown players as well. Well, yeah, they, well the, um, yeah, it's just it's their thing, isn't it's it? It's the Academy of England, mate, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> 
But you see, when you got a player like Nick Powell, um, who moved on to United and mm. stuff, they still got players coming through. The guy who scored the second goal and, and man of the match, Match Clayton, he's only 18, yeah. homegrown, doing it, doing the business at Wembley. Yeah. Damn right. It reminded me of something that um, someone said a while back about how like, the, the reliance on the transfer market is too big. Mm. Because a lot of teams will have a good catchment area. Yeah, absolutely. So just invest it in infrastructure and bring these players through. They're a shining example, Kerr Alexandra. Shining example. Oh, oh, Jim, I also <laughs> <laughs> I also liked um, the, the fellow who's on loan from Arsenal, Chucks and Ike. Mm. He's like this midfield oh, player. Yeah, yeah, he looks a bit easy. like um, Yaya Torre. But obviously he's not as good as that. But he's got the same sort of frame and, and mm. sort of style as that. He was decent, yeah. Yeah, we look forward to that. Oh, and also, oh, crew. One last we're, point. We're not moving on yet. Do you know who also plays for crew? Matthias Pogba. Paul Pogba's old brother. Yeah, that's brother. right. He didn't. Wow. He got injured though. He didn't play. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't, didn't play. play. It's a shame. Yeah. Big shame. Uh, so yeah, fantastic win for crew. Well done to them. Um, and so then, at least you've got Phil Brown to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've all got him to look forward to. Let's go to the non-league. Let's. We talked about Guernsey FC quite a bit. Yeah, have we not? They're a staple of the show. They are indeed. Um, they're going to. They, we talked about their fixture um, congestion. They've got 18 games to play in a month, um, and uh, that, that's a lot for anybody. Mm. So, do you know what they're going to do, Jim? I do know what they're going to do, they're but gonna I'm going to pretend I don't, <laughs> so that you can tell me. Thanks, man. Um, I was just say I also know. Yeah, we what, all what know. They're going to do. They're going to hand back their registration. <laughs> they, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to do that they're going to get their honorary president Matthew Letizia to come out of retirement and play for them that's right they're going to get a 44 year old man to help not, out no not just a 44 year old man a 44 year old Matt Letizia yeah. who didn't like running when he was a sprightly young man there are players that you see and think he's kept in good shape since he retired <laughs> Matthew Letizia is not one of those players. I saw this and he story. wouldn't even admit that he was himself. No. Yeah. That's it. Um, incredible. Is he just taking free kicks? I don't know, but getting an 18 year old lad who likes playing football, they'd be better off with that, would they not? Uh, well, we, we, it's yet to, we had to see, aren't we? I've looked at their fixture list. I mean, they've, they've won. I've um, had to give them a boost, maybe. They've played three mm. games in April already, and they've won two of them. Um, but the, the big the big thing is that the last 10 days of April, they play seven games. Mm. And a few, I think maybe at least one of them is in London. Spell get your boots on. Hey, yeah. get yourself yeah. down there. Yeah, <laughs> up front with Letizia. I haven't done much um, much exercise recently, and you know I'll be working the channels in that part. Would you be happy to do Letizia's doggies for him? <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would do the doggies for Pete Donaldson. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, write that on me bloody uh, casket. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, right. I, I just like, oh, I like yeah. it, it'll get past her, the, the the ball pack get past him, and every defender where her salt will just run back the goal. Because he's just going to start taking pot shots. He yeah. ain't going to pass it back to anybody. He's just going to leather it. He's going to launch it as hard as he can. He's going to see Tim Flowers. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to hit it as hard as he can. He'll basically be just like Steven Gerrard in the last minute of every game he's ever played. Where he just <laughs> he shoots yeah. everywhere because he's knackered. Yeah. It's just be like that. <laughs> Great stuff. Let's leave England. Mm. Let's go to Scotland. Um, it's the SPL. Um, and Craig Brown's last game in charge Brune. of any club ever ended in defeat. 1-0 against Dundee United. What a shame. That so close what a shame to a yeah. nothing nothing One I know he, le- he leaves them though I think they're 8th which is a position better than ninth, which is where he normally <laughs> finishes <laughs> where, so, did pick, where did he pick them up he uh, oh they I finished ninth for the last two seasons I think yeah, okay. yeah I can't yeah. remember where they were when he, he picked them up <laughs> they weren't doing very well I don't think um, but he was talking to a reporter and it, it, I loved it on the BBC it was like Brown's last post-match report and it should be given that kind of coverage I think yeah. we all agree and can get behind that and uh, he, he mentioned in a previous interview that he'd been uh, receiving a few offers uh, for, for managerial positions mm. and coaching positions that kind of thing and he was like no 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 I'm, I'm quitting um, but then the BBC inquired as to whether he was going to come out of retirement or, or go elsewhere and the, 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 the reporter sort of said oh Craig are you going to go elsewhere and he was like <laughs> Well, no, I'm, I've not said that. But, but, you, but you did say you hinted at it, and I think he was he was saying it like nicely, as in, yeah. oh, but we we don't want you to go. But Brown <laughs> yeah. got a little bit irate. Yeah. Well, there, there's Motherwell, <laughs> there's Dundee, and so on. Yeah. But I love it how I love it how he got a bit irate. He was like, but you've been, but you've had offers and stuff, and he went, well, I can't stop someone asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, said, oh, he also he also uh, exaggerated. He also did a little variation on the nothing nothing. Because lots of people think that he doesn't actually say nothing nothing, but he actually does. Oh, he does. Yeah. And, and and this, in that interview, he said, "Oh, we're very close to making it nothing each." <laughs> <laughs> and he also nothing said, "Nothing each." Close. He also you ended, start with that, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he also ended with one of my favourite ever quotes from Eddie Manager. <laughs> 
when he starts talking about the interviewer asking him about how they're in, in trouble in the wide areas and, and the reason that Dundee United got their winners because they're threatening wide areas oh, yeah, and, and the fullbacks right. were all laughing yeah and uh, he and Craig Rowe asked about the opposition fullback I think he was a left back and he went he was arguably the youngest player on the pitch <laughs> right he either well, was the youngest player yeah. or he wasn't which he is cannot- it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't debate that. <laughs> He's such a genial bloke. I love him. I'm, yeah, it'll be a sad it. miss. I did like it when he, he said, uh, when they were talking about new jobs, that he went, I'm not asking, I'm not phoning, looking for a job. I'll never I'll never apply for a job, I can assure you. Mm. Don't worry, Craig, they'll all come to you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> As they have done. And then, he, But he did reassure people that Aberdeen will be a power next season. It's he's, good to know, isn't it? Yeah, we're all exactly. worried about but that. He's left them in good hands. Is, is Big Archie taken over? No, Archie's gone as well. Oh, is it? I okay. think it's Derek McInnes. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, right. Maybe yeah. Well, that's one we'll miss him. He looks like... We're going to miss him. One of those biscuits with the smiley faces on. <laughs> he does not Yeah, he does. Yeah. Him, I think it's talking going to do a little... Um, Sort of advisory well, right, sure. coaching role in the MLS, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, and they will. sunshine for they'll, they'll kick on uh, American soccer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be on the board, isn't it, Aberdeen? When you're attracting the caliber of Big Craigie Brune, <laughs> now you mm. know you've arrived as a league. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, you've got to love Papa Brune. Yeah. Uh, right, let's, <laughs> let's go to the league. Uh, Barcelona beat uh, Real Mallorca 5 0. says Fabregas scored his first hat trick ever. Mm. Um, but more importantly, Eric Abadal made his return after a year out yeah, following Liverpool. That was surgery. lovely. Lovely. Was it really was. Mm. It's it's often a it's often a lovely lovely scene at the new camp, isn't it? Yeah, well, Van Overback as well. You know, as well, yeah, back on the touchline yeah, for the first time since Jan uh, after he went under treatment for cancer. I thought someone ruined the standing ovation by holding up a sign which said "Abadal, see you at Wembley." Presumptuous. Mm. Oh, right. Very presumptuous. <laughs> was it Phil Brown? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to sign it because we're going to make it back next year, baby. When the Champions League final was at Wembley in the summer, Phil Brown's going to be sat in the dugout. You can't sit yeah. there, Phil. <laughs> ah, so I'm always here. I'm always here, man. I mean, I'll, I've got a residency here. <laughs> like, uh, wore a lovely t shirt um, dedicating his. Um, yeah, that's right. Dedicating the performance to um, his cousin. His cousin who gave him the liver. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was a lovely touch. Yeah, it really was. Um, and, and Fabregas also, got to be annoyed though. Like, you know, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, oh, I've picked the wrong day to do this, haven't I? <laughs> really classy hat trick as well. To yeah, be fair. So, I mean, Alexis was great as well. He got the other two goals, and it was just a, the Sesk and Alexis. The, f- the first, the first goal, which does sound a bit like a, almost like a lesbian sitcom. Mm. Sesk and Alexis. Sesk and Alexis. Yeah, there's yeah. loads of them around, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Gap in the market. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, media. Um, the first Barcelona goal was a beauty. All mm. sorts of passes, passed them to death. But Mallorca are quite a poor team, aren't they? They are. They're bottom, must bottom, be bottom, aren't they? Bottom. Yeah. But weren't they five 0 up at half time or certainly? I think they're four 0 up, up at half time. Straight. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, Real Madrid. They beat. Um, they beat a team five one. Goals in that. Yeah. Iguain got an absolutely brilliant volley, and Ronaldo sort of um, just mm. had this wonderful. So it, like Iguain again, actually just crossed it over to him with some real power on the ball. Yeah. He just sort of dinked it up with his foot and finished it off with a volley. It was brilliant. Yeah, we well, love that. Mm. Bloody love that. He must be well pleased with Iguain's considering you discovered him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I backed him. Yeah. <laughs> that unknown at that tiny club, Real Madrid. <laughs> and he's, he's proven me right. Absolutely. Real Sociedad beat Malaga 4 2. Um, Sociedad with a big win in the race for fourth spot. Betis and uh, Valencia also in the hunt. Um, well, they should win it because Malaga are fifth and they can't be in it. Well, that's right, that's yeah. right. But as I say, Betis and, uh, and Valencia are, are chasing that much coveted spot. Sociedad in some form haven't lost but for really, they've had a great season yeah they've had a great season as you would with Carl Tavella up front scored another one mm. he's, he's actually dink. A, I didn't see it actually well, it was, almost it was, it was a dink, yeah, a dink. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to see it yeah, it's true. that's his, that's his position need, he's a dinker you just need to believe it yeah. <laughs> slip nine, and a dink, dink. <laughs> don't start that again <laughs> no do, do. <laughs> um, uh, right uh, Bundesliga time Mm. It's but over. It's done. It's yeah, wrapped up. It's it. unbelievable. Typical of German efficiency. <laughs> we'll, we'll get our, all the our other th- teams are German as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're in the league. We'll get a finish a month yeah. before you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say ten months, we can deliver it in nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if they just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> right, whatever happens, when Bayern win the league, that's your position. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucky Bayern Munich. They're very it's good to see the underdog, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. always is. It always is. <laughs> they beat uh, Frankfurt 1 0. They win the, the title. Uh, it's it's after the their goal own. was unbelievable as well. Schweinsteiger sort yeah. of like kind of back heel thing. Brilliant. It'll happen. Um, their 11th su- successive league win. Uh, they've set the record for the earliest Bundesliga title win. Uh, they've played 28 in the league, won 24, drawn three, and lost one. They haven't lost a game since the 28th of October against Bayern Leverkusen. I think Arsenal which is when beat a certain, them, mate. 
Uh, sorry, is it a league, yeah, league game? I did, I did say. Yeah, um, I saw the real one. That was Champions League. Which does it is a remark. It makes it even more of a mar- remarkable result than Arsenal. We're talking about Bayern Munich, but anyway, yeah. but they, they, <laughs> they haven't lost the league game since twenty eight October against Bayern Leverkusen, which is of course when uh, when Sydney Sam. Sydney Sam has ruined their unbeaten season. Get me Sydney Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and even if he does nothing else for the rest of his career, he can hang his hat on that dodgy deflective goal, which probably shouldn't even been credited to. Him. It, it, when Sydney Sam scored that in the post-match interview, I reckon he was like, <laughs> "It was a great goal, and if those pen pushers down at City hold on like it, they can take my badge." <laughs> That's what he would have said. Great Nigerian impression. Bayern Munich have um, conceded two goals away from home all season. That's yeah. insane. The next best defensive record away from home. Home is uh, Dortmund for 18. <laughs> what colour? What colour did um, Osram's first score after the, after they won the after they won the league? Red. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> he's known as Osram, isn't he? Because he's got such a red face. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it could have been purple. I was thinking he cycled through all the colours he can do. Like yeah, purple, blue, <laughs> yellow, red, back to red again, just like the stadium. Puce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going for puce. Though. I. F- it would be amazing. Is it possible for there to be a Barcelona Bayern Munich final in the Champions League? I'm yeah, not sure it could work out that it? way. Yeah, the, inst- the, inst- um, the Instagram picture of um, of uh, who was it who did it? Maybe Shakiri, who did an Instagram photo of him celebrating the the, the title win um, with another player. I forget who it was, but in the middle, Ribery has photobombed him. Basically, mm. he's just nipped in there, yeah. and the photo's been taken. And his face is one of the most terrifying things <laughs> I have mm. ever seen. Nobody wants to see what he does to celebrate. No, no. <laughs> probably involves something horrifically illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Bayern um, talking of the Champions League they did beat Juventus last week the first leg of the Champions League quarter final Beckenbauer was given it the big one yeah no, I didn't like this he doesn't need to Beckenbauer does he what's no. he a little bit disrespect yeah he's a mouthy so and so he commented on David Alaba's goal in the first minute saying Alaba shot from 120 metres out that's not true um, <laughs> he, he, he shot from uh, for quite, you know, it was about 25 yards I think we'll go for different, um, and uh, that's ma- very inefficient. Yeah, no, I think I think I've probably made a typo, Jim. Um, that's e- very inefficient <laughs> or inefficient. Yeah. There's inefficiency I, I, all over this. I, I, <laughs> the way you said inefficiency there, yeah. Anyway, inefficient. let me start again. Um, uh, Franzi B said uh, Alaba shot from quite far out and made Buffon look like a pensioner. There's no need for him to get upset, but he should be catching that shot. Don't try and tell the man what his emotions should. Then he, be. Then, yeah. he piped, then he piped up and said, "I apologise if because Buffon came out and said I quite like what Buffon said. He said something along the lines of, um, I, it was a poor performance by me, and because I'm one of the senior pros at the club, the other players probably took my lead, and, and mm. it was what we played badly. And I, my responsibility is to play better, which is you know, which is fine. Mm. And then Beckenbauer came out and said, "Oh, I apologise to Buffon if he was offended by my pensioner remark, which would have been fine." Then he went. But he still should have saved both those goals. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, but the first one though, it was it was a deflection and a spin on the ball. I mean, yeah, Buffon, a, a goalkeeper of that caliber, would probably want to do better. But it was a bit of a freak. It's so <laughs> odd. It's not. Even, it's not like it's even going to motivate the buying players here in that, is it? Yeah. But they played. But they played like the Juventus played like three five two. It's like you don't do that against. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But they play that formation quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. Exactly. But like, do you really want to do that against fucking Bayern Munich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But now we go to league. I'd like to thank uh, Murray James for that uh, intro music. There you go. Yeah. Oh, friend of the show, Murray James. Murray. Bloody love Murray. You get on the show every week these days, Murray. To oh. rain him in a bit. Yeah, yeah that's Murray fine. James. That's yeah. fine. I'd have him on. Um, uh, Ren were, were beaten 2 0 by Paris Saint Germain. They were not. They were beaten 2 0 by D Beck. D Beck. Well, Menendez's goal was an absolute yeah. beauty. One of the goals of the season, that. Oh, can we just say, by the way, we've got to mention it in the Premier League thing the goal that Morales scored against uh, mm. Tottenham. He's done that again. That was a brilliant yeah. goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Great solo effort. But Menezes was very much like that. Yeah, yeah he beat four or five men and, 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 and slotted home. And then, and then the defending was poor. The last man, I don't know who it was for <laughs> Ren, but he just. This player, who's a quality striker, is coming at you like a hundred mile an hour. Yeah. He just like wafted a leg at it. <laughs> I just think I think he probably thought oh, he's beaten four men. It'd be a shame for this not to yeah. go in. Yeah. <laughs> it is really tragic when that happens, isn't it? I remember yeah. seeing Zidane do that for Real Madrid, just absolutely just 
hissing it around mm. four or five players and they just shanked it over it's well, like, oh, <laughs> that was nearly the best thing I've ever seen well I'll go back to the ultimate example which would have been the greatest goal the World Cup's ever seen was Sol Campbell he was never fully in control of the ball against Colombia <laughs> oh he was he'd he, he done them all and then at the last, at the last <laughs> minute he kind of slipped a bit and then he, and he it's failed like a man one of those Diablo oh shit <laughs> I don't know what happened to you around that time in your life you depine for it so much yeah. but it, it must have been incredible it was it was my greatest moment of clarity <laughs> um, but but back to BSG they, uh, Zlatan got the second oh, but it was nearly a David Beckham goal it was but it was it was going in, wasn't it? what a link up between the pair of them from one angle it looks like it was going in from one well, angle it looked, Zlatan's angle it looked like he did the best thing <laughs> I, Zlatan count it was definitely yeah. Zlatan's goal well actually I thought it looked as though it was going to go wide but either or it's an assist indeed yeah, you don't want to just stand there and go oh, see should have ended it shouldn't I <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. yeah get it's the ball not in what the you're net. there to do well seven points clear of Marseille who are in second uh, Ibrahim has scored 26 goals in the league in, in 28 games for the club right French league isn't it yeah. It is the French League, Jim. Absolutely. Um, let's go to Marseille, where Joey Barton's. Uh, obviously mm. he, oh, this is embarrassing. He recently, <laughs> really Do we need is. to give us the option of publicity? Yeah, I That's think so. Right. I think okay. so. Um, he, he said recently, Neymar was like Justin Bieber, good on YouTube, but cat piss. But how is Justin Bieber good on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even work. Yeah, it doesn't work. I've only it? ever seen Justin Bieber on YouTube, and I didn't like it. Indeed, no, that's true. Joey Barton's like Oasis, good in the noughties. But what I find funny is like, well, Neymar's good on YouTube. Well, YouTube surely captures images from reality. Yeah. yeah. So. How often is Joey Barton staying up late watching feeds of the Brazilian league Who that knows? he knows so much about Neymar? No. But we are only just at the start of this story, Jim. Tiago Silva responded to his tweet saying he didn't. <laughs> Which I, for one, am delighted about. <laughs> yeah. Tiago Silva responded saying he didn't remember playing against Barton for the national team and have, had a little dig. Which is quite a good one. Yeah. Barton yeah. then um, replied saying, Tiago Silva, that same pussy that's been injured season and another overrated Brazilian sort your hamstrings out fat boy and then again sort your hamstrings out fat boy it's still a lovely phrase it's ridiculous. a football specific yeah. insult sort yeah. your hamstrings out yeah. yeah sharpen up your cross field passes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> duff hammies um, and yeah, then, oh, sort your, brush up your third man runs um, <laughs> sort out your offside trap um, during PSG's uh, home targets pass in the Champions League Barden tweeted have to take what I said uh, back about Thiago Silva being overrated he's been immense tonight still looks like an overweight lady boy though um, lovely bit of transphobia there mm -hmm. but, but, but thing is though not that this really matters but Tiago Silva would batter Joey Barton yeah <laughs> and, and almost him. certainly will at some <laughs> yeah, point exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do quite like this though that um, what, what, what Silva said in the press conference that, uh, about Barton which Barton must have heard about on Wednesday morning because he said two questions for Tiago Silva firstly why are you talking about me in your press conference very strange secondly are you pre-op or post-op hashtag transsexual hmm. um, which is very very uh crappy Bigotive. offensive so, yeah, um, yeah Thiago Silva said in the press conference about Barton there is a Marseille player I cannot remember his name an Englishman <laughs> who said things about Neymar on Brazilian football and also about David Beckham and Zlatan Ibrahimovic because no one is talking about him it seems it is fun for him to criticise players for people to know he exists which is absolutely right <laughs> absolutely we should on. leave him with the last word on that professional exactly, troll exactly. Barton was dropped to the Marseille bench for last Friday's game and will also go in front of uh, France football's uh, federation's ethics committee and Barton and Marseille have had to apologise to PSG and Thiago Silva for this it's utterly pathetic it is, it's like, just but, like a schoolboy being punished by his headmaster but, it's pathetic but Liga seems to have it's, it, you've got the um, great example of, of, of an English gent you know in Beckham what one could argue you <laughs> yeah. know uh, certainly a very likeable well you would never be caught up doing something like that that's no, for sure. exactly and then Barton the, could the, you, you know, imagine no I literally couldn't <laughs> Beck oh, but um, you know you've got the best of both worlds there um, but, but like Barton is done. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I guess he has to. Kind of everywhere he goes, he's got to have. A, he's got to have the. Um Resurrection. He's got to do something terrible and then be resurrected in this, you know, player well, who's quite so, quite yeah. tidy. I well, so he's got to do something shit first. You know, that is yeah. his cigar at, cigar in the face, really. It's, isn't it? it's, yeah, Pete. I think it might just be more that he's a bellend. Yeah, 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 yeah it could be that. Well, the career the career curve of the man is that he used to be a, a good player, you know, and he was, well, he was still decent. No, but no. But the point is, he used to be a good player and he used to be have a reputation as being outspoken. But as he's playing less and less, and he's been farmed out to different teams. I mean, he's not playing the last couple of games for Marseille. I think he came no. off the bench. He's not been starting the last couple of games. He. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to see it clear as day he'll have to do more and more outspoken stuff to be yeah. as, as uh, have the attention that he otherwise does, had in the past you know yeah. and it's, it is pathetic really it's genuinely pathetic really is. and on that note it's time for Pete's game <laughs> <laughs> Pete's pathetic Stop. game is it Joey Barton no it's not Joey Barton um, I've um, <clears throat> neglected to um, think up a, a thing again a, a name title 
Good effort, Pete. Um, uh, um, Funhouse. Uh, Brad, Fra- Brad Gunhouse. Brad Gunhouse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brad Gunhouse. Nice. I was going to go for the, the France Football Federation game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, nice. Not too yeah. shoddy. Yeah. But we're definitely Use going with Brad Gunhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Use that one next week, Pete. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget that one, everybody. Uh, <laughs> right, first clue. My middle name is Paul. Stop. Brian Paul Gunn. <laughs> Stop. Paul Parker. <laughs> no, was that was Paul. Stop. Paul El Hash Juve. No. Paul Parker. Yeah. Trump P. 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 Have you been missold a P. 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 Have you been missold a Paul Parker? <laughs> yes, says Alex. Yeah. Uh, uh, my first club was uh, Sheffield United. Silence. Stop. Is it Sean Bean? <laughs> <laughs> I was born Sean in Paul Sunderland. <clears throat> Stop. Is it Niall Quinn? No, he's Irish. What, <laughs> what does this game do to you? <laughs> you feel you feel <laughs> cover you in glory, because, certainly. Because some speculative efforts have come off. You feel <laughs> yeah, like I'm exactly. I've got to have a go. You shoot from distance no, at every opportunity with your brain. He once got Pierluigi Casaragi <laughs> and one yeah, well, no, um, yeah. And also uh, Ripley, Stuart Ripley. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he's got he's got previous. Yeah. <laughs> he's got previous. He's the Matt Letizia of yeah. this game. I'm Lauren Robert. <laughs> um, uh, I scored the last hat trick at Old Wembley for an English league team. Oh. No, no, no. 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 Stop, Clive Mendonca. It is Clive. We've done this. Oh, We've done oh. this recently, Pete. What? No, we haven't. I was going to say we that because this Clive is Mendonca. so familiar. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it last time as well. Oh, the only thing he's got that's... to do. There's two things he's got to do. Right. One, think of a name for the game. He doesn't do. Yeah. Two, get players haven't been done before, which he doesn't oh, do. Oh God, he lost guys like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was the nephew of a West Indian drinker. We know! We know! Uh, I auctioned my prize possessions from uh, his that career... That was a clue with the last one. ...to help his wife set up a business. Is that a little printout? <laughs> oh, it's nearly the end of the season. I'm, look, I'm, I'm not right, getting QPR. relegated. I'm not getting relegated. I'm dialing these performances in. I've got one foot on the beach. It's fine. Everything's fine. Apologise to the public who, who feel you've let them down. People look forward to that game. Oh, you know, I got, I got it again. Yeah, yeah Clive Mendonca. That, that's consistency, again. ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, guys. We've not talked about Drogba's um, shin yeah. volley. Go no. On. Check that out on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. sort of shins it and then the keeper heads it himself. <laughs> or Dean Natale's goal, which is an absolute beauty. Yeah. Oh, too many, too many things. Two good goals. Mm. Let's have some correspondence. Okay, the question of the week this week was Clive Mendonca. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't really. No. Um, Mario Balotelli was caught smoking in a train toilet this week. What player can you imagine getting caught in a toilet and what would he be doing? Uh, first of all, thanks for all the Kevin Keegan answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start with the best of them yeah. because there were quite a lot. If, just I, I, a, hang on, so I've got to be nice to the listeners by coming up with a new person every week and then they, you know, they go against my trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yes. So why, you know. Can I just say, as a general rule, if you are thinking about getting involved in the question of the week and you want to do a Kevin Keegan answer, you're going to need to get in within about 30 seconds because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we'll be bored of reading them. Um, um, Charlie Harris says Kevin Keegan with his foot stuck in the toilet toilet paper <laughs> scattered across the floor and the sink filling up with water <laughs> it's funny because it probably would happen yeah um, Gareth Brown I, I like just this. wee <laughs> I like this one Gareth Brown says uh, Clark Carlisle will take a marker and correct all the spelling mistakes inside the stalls oh, nice. I like it, I like it, yeah. Yeah. Dan Towsley on Twitter says Raheem Sterling in the ladies writing his number on the cubicle door boom <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dev on Twitter also says Gareth Southgate having his head flushed down the pan by Roy Keane. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Joe Dawson with the sort of pessimistic shout. John Terry having sex with my girlfriend. Oh dear, oh. Yeah. not very nice. That was one of the most popular ones on the Facebook actually. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a brilliant one. Alex Milsom, Andy Gorham starting a Fight Club. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's got mental problems. <laughs> oh, I think I'll end with um, Luke Pemberton who says, David Beckham with Rebecca Luz. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, 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 Much that more was, our standard. That was never <laughs> puns. <laughs> yeah. um, I had a go with Stephen Island attending to an um, emergency um, alarm. <laughs> Because yeah. it was his nan in there. I go for I go for Archie Knox and Walter Smith bog washing uh, Chick Young. Yeah, bog washing. The only one I could think of was Brendan Rogers in there with a cleaning cloth removing the stain job, not the paint job. Ah, <laughs> I like it. Like it. Tall grip, just gripping himself. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'll go for that. That's good, that Marcus. Yeah. Well, it's actually one of Jim's old gags. Is, is it? I've rehashed. Well, yeah. thanks. It's, it's it saved me having to come up with one. Yeah. It's comedy's moved on since then. <laughs> Sorry, rehash things. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. It's profile time, ladies and gentlemen. Who have we got? It's Michael Owen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they'd be like. That's if you were doing it, Pete. That's a dig at you. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go sit through that shit again. Oh, oh. naughty. Naughty. Um, we've got a chap called Dayan Petkovic. Silence falls. No, I know who he is. Well, we all know who he is. Give us a cheer or something. Hey! Pet! Yes. Yeah. Now you're talking. A wreath pet. Um, uh, he was born on the 10th of September 1972. Just uh, five years after the summer of love. Now, you, you might be wondering who the hell is this chap? Mm. Uh, he's probably, well, I say probably, he's, damn it all, the most popular European player to ever have played in Brazil. That's some going. Until Sadoff takes his mantle. No, he won't do. But yeah, Sadoff has got some way to go to top this guy. Sadoff yeah. got. Didn't he get sent off for um, going off the wrong side of the pitch? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Um, Petkovic never did that. No. Um, <laughs> we've received a number of emails about this man actually, um, and he he's he's a classic number ten, I think. Um, uh, and uh, uh, born in Serbia or former Yugoslavia, he's, he's brought up in the, uh, a remote town situated in the Serbian hills. Uh, started his football career at a very young age, and could never have imagined where his talented feet would take him, Jim. A lot of them do, but you don't. We rarely get a Dean Windows Hall of Fame entrance who started his football career at like thirty. They <laughs> all start at a young age. Do you yeah. think that's one of the keys to being? Well, a you say that, but uh, at the age of sixteen, he uh, became uh, the youngest player ever to play in the top flight in the old Yugoslav league. Sixteen years and fifteen days old. Sorry, how does that contradict what Luke just <laughs> <Yeah>. said <laughs> in any way? That endorses my point. <laughs> it endorses it, Jim. Oh, oh, sorry, that who's that shouting from within the Demon of him? Is that Carnu? Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fair now. Carnu didn't start at a young age because football hadn't been invented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, he was a forward-thinking creative midfield player, as, as we said. Uh, the former Yugoslav produced a number of these types of players, it's safe to say, and, and, uh, and Petkovic was definitely one of them. Um, uh, playing for his uh, first club, Radonici, um he scored 34 league goals in 53 games over, over four years there. So it wasn't too shabby at all, a good start. Mm. Um, and it's got him a move to the mighty Red Star Belgrade, who were huge, especially in the early 90s. They've won the European Cup. Um, but uh, I mean that is massive, isn't it? Yeah, it really, yeah. really is. Yeah, um, and that will not happen again. No, absolutely not. That's why he went to um, to Brazil, probably. Well, well fed, up, fed up with this. Well, I think. <laughs> well, he wasn't there when he, they won the European Cup, and, and just after that um, great side, uh, an exodus that happened to the top players, including um, Savicevic, Panchev, Jugovic, Mihailovic, name a few. Prozanecki, Prozanec, mate. Um, and obviously the civil war that had kicked off a lot of the big names left the country understandably mm. but this meant the 19 um, year old Petkovic went straight into the first team now a great dribble of the ball loved an assist and was a free kick specialist one of, the, one of his coaches described his dribbling technique by saying when dribbling he chose the precise moment when to change the direction and the tempo it was an impulsive movement that changed from a sleepy quiet stance into an explosive cat like series of moves which made him uncatchable he was extremely fast mm. You can't argue with that. I'll be happy if someone described me like that. <laughs> Never going to happen. He ga I'm not too sure when, he's, when in his career he gained this nickname, but it was due to his physical fitness. Um, uh, he, he got the nickname Rambo, which is great, really. Isn't nice. It? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Red Star State. Thought you were going to say he actually shot someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he took on. He took he on everybody. In the village. <laughs> <laughs> Red Star Stadium was nicknamed American R, which is a little insight into. What future was, what was going to happen that's already the name of another stadium though isn't it exactly yeah. in Brazil yeah. in Brazil uh, he won two Yugoslav leagues and, and cups with Red Star but by you know the mid 90s uh, when he was due to leave the, the country had broken up and was in a terrible way due to the civil war um, and so in 1995 he left to play for Real Madrid um, it was in 95 he got his finally got his first call up for Yugoslavia but his, his international career wasn't really what it should have been he only earned seven caps in four years 
due to fallouts with the coach and, and also when he went to play in South America. Um, he, he wasn't really considered. So he, he didn't grace the international arena nearly as much as he, as he deserved to. Mm. But, uh, but at the age of 23, he went to, to Real Madrid. Excuse me. He had a funny time in Spain. He was he kind of soon loaned out to Sevilla. Yeah, it was strange though. He barely featured for Madrid. That's right. He went straight to Sevilla. Didn't have a great time there. And the following season, he went to Racing Santander. And again, didn't fare too well. And back at Real Madrid, Fabio Capello had taken over and, and told him that he was pretty much surplus to, to requirements. Interestingly enough, though, he played in a friendly tournament before leaving um, Madrid. And the, in, in the friendly tournament, he played against uh, Brazilian side Vitoria. Now, this is where the story really takes a turn, because Petkovic, he left Madrid, he was looking for a club, he left Madrid um, in his 20s to sign for the Brazilian side Vitoria, mm. which is incredibly strange, because so many Brazilian players come to Europe, but, but a, a real, real quality player, going mm. to, a, a, not a small club, but not one of the big boys in Brazil, mm. was remarkable. Yeah. And they absolutely, I mean, instantly, the fans of that club loved him for that. The fact yeah. that he'd gone against the grain and, uh, and done that. And Vittoria had just sold the Beto as well, so they're looking for someone to replace him at the club. And they found it in Petkovic. Um, and the little sub made an incredible impact at the club, impressing everybody in Brazil. He, I mean, his, his impact there was huge, like the whole of Brazil. Because obviously they were all watching him. Mm. Who's this little guy coming on from, from Real Madrid, for crying out, yeah, yeah, to yeah. play for us? Um, and in two seasons, they won the two state championships, Vittoria. Um, and he was in the northeast of Brazil for two years until the club's financial situation meant that they had to, to sell him. And he went back to, to Europe to play in Venice. But he was only there six months and thought, thought sod Europe. Brazil's where it's yeah. at. Because wasn't it later on, wasn't it, when the people were looking back at his career, were they not saying that if he had stayed in Venezia, um, even though they weren't anywhere near as good as the teams he was playing for in Brazil, he'd yeah. have had loads more international caps. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But he, so that was almost like a sacrifice he made. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he never actually played for the Serbian national no. team, which is a bit of a shame. But uh, but he, I mean, those two years he played for Vitoria, he, he was voted. Um, by the fans of that club, their player of the 20th century. Okay, they might not have the the history of players that Vasco or, or um, Vittoria. Yeah, that Beto. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. So do you know what I mean? So he didn't do. Beto wasn't there for too long, but still, it's a, a remarkable <laughs> achievement for 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 a player. Um, and then from Venice, he went back to Brazil, and yeah, but, did, but didn't like just before you yeah. move on, didn't he play like he played like thirty league games with them? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> they must have been some before. Well, you know Get them I mean? on DVD. They might be they're amazing. Well, this is why. Obviously, he's gone back to Europe to play in in, in Italy, and so, and so the Brazilians must think, okay, well, he's come here, he's had a good time. Off he's he goes, off. and that's that's the end of him, kind of thing. But no, that wasn't the case. And Brazil wanted him back, and Flamengo, the big boys, got him back. He was given the number ten shirt there. It's huge, yeah, Zico. Yeah, you know, um, and this is where he played some of his best uh, football. He was he was affectionately called Pet. Um, obviously Petkovic although I think it was because locals had difficulty pronouncing his name <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Mario Zagallo a former Brazil player and coach of course said during his time coaching Petkovic he said that uh, Pet is one thing Flamengo with Pet is quite another without Pet is quite another he influences the whole team motivates them empowers them he provides the balance that the team needs and we all know perfectly well Pet is Pet <laughs> <laughs> really, really can't say it. Yeah, absolutely loved him. One of his most famous goals in Brazil was in the, the state championship final against rivals Vasco. Now those games are huge in Brazil. Mm. They certainly were in the nineties, and it was in it's in the last minute. It's at the Maracanã, so there he is playing again uh, in that stadium. Go full circle, and uh, last minute curls in a beautiful trademark for kicking the top corner. The scenes are superb. He absolutely loved the celebration as well. Oh yeah, he celebrates every goal like <laughs> the fans. Like he's in Zaghi. The fans of that club, they they cite that goal. One of the most memorable moments in like the club's history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy—it's so funny how we don't really know him. Yeah, he absolutely loved out there. Um, quite oddly, though, um, just playing for Flamengo. The, 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 the year after, he struggled a bit, and he didn't have um, a great year. And he was sold to rivals Vasco. Now he's already a little bit of a journeyman, but this is when it became ridiculous. You know, mm. he was sold to Vasco. Um, and he was there for a couple of years, won a state championship, you know, became a favourite with the fans. Then a brief spells playing, uh, a brief spell playing for Shanghai Shenhua in China. Drogba, yeah, paved yeah. the way Anelka. for that. Um, he, 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 back at Vasco, he left there at 2004. Had a short spell in Saudi Arabia before returning to Brazil once again to Fluminense. And the, fl the fans of Flu were concerned that he. Uh, you know, he was 33 over the hill. Previous affiliation with Flamengo it didn't endear him to the supporters, but he won them over with some great performances and turned them into title contenders. Um, although, once again, the Brazilian league title evaded him. 
Then he left Fluminense and had brief spells at Goai and Santos and Atletico Mineiro in, in 2007-2008. So he's going all <laughs> over the place playing little spells. And by this time he's well into his 30s. But in 2009 at the age of 36, going on 37, uh, he rejoined Flamengo. This is where I remember him. Because right. he kept popping up because he was decent. Yeah, I mean 2009, a few years yeah. ago. And, and the fans rolled out a huge Serbian flag in his honour and the scene was set yeah. for Pet. And uh, there, were, there was a few concerns about his his age, of course, and would he find his form again? Would he tarnish the reputation that he'd previously built up there? Um, and so he started on the bench. He started on the bench, but slowly but surely, as the weeks went by, he got into the team and started to find his form. So much so that he was a leader on the pitch, and the players like would call him dad. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that is disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. um, and 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 he suddenly just drove that. <laughs> call him dad. Crazy. Every Brilliant. time, dad, pass it. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> cheeky. Yeah. Every time, cheeky. <laughs> um, and 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 he pushed them towards the title. And it went down to the last day. Four teams could win the league on the last day. Pe- he had won the title at that point. Hadn't he? Never won the no. league. Title. And on the last day, he set up the goal that sealed the league for Flamengo. Oh, yeah. They bloody won their first league <laughs> since 1992, which of course gave him legendary status at the club. At the age of 37, that he'd done this. He was named an honorary citizen of Rio. Um, he'd already been inducted into the uh, Brazilian Hall of Fame at that point, becoming only the third European player to receive this honour. I remember him scoring a Penenka Peno right. against Rogério Senni as well. Okay. Yeah, the, I think that was that season. That's great. Yeah, it was a nice one. Mm. And he retired in 2011 playing for Flamengo. And in his last game, for the club all the players were, wore Petkovic's name and number on their backs yeah. another stat about him I, I, I think he scored 8 goals from corner kicks in his career which I believe is the most from a single player in the history of the game yeah. it must be gotta be yeah, that's gotta be. insane <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah absolutely incredible and there's a documentary on him called O Gringo but they loved him in Brazil to the point of that they wanted him to like, play for the selects out you know yeah. play for the national side um, but it, could he, could he, that's an interesting one could he have could done he, that oh, no, he could have done yeah because yeah. Yugoslavia they'd finished okay right so he could because have done because then it. he would have gone on and played for Serbia Mm. Yeah, that, so would have been, he, that would have been amazing. If he'd have got citizenship, you know. But I, th- <laughs> I think for attacking players, especially in the late <laughs> 90s, the, 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 the thing they're crying out for is a number 10. So he's sure <laughs> <laughs> like England, we'll snap him up straight away. <laughs> <laughs> they play him on the yeah. left wing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a bit of skill, get out wide. Mm. Um, a, a remarkable story. A big thanks to, to Luke Ginnell for his article on, on, on Petkovic and um, for In Bed with Maradona. We provided a lot of that information for me. But um, a, a wonderful player. Uh, an honorary Brazilian legend <coughs> and, and deserves his place in the Dean with that all of Come on in, come on in, Rambo. Well done, Pet. And he comes right, ladies and gentlemen. Pet, you like him because he's called Pet. Yeah, you stay true to yourself, Pet. <laughs> I just like him because he's called Dad. Oh, yeah. And I often call my teachers that. <laughs> Still has teachers. Yeah. Indeed, he does. Uh, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. If you want to get in touch, that you want to rest his show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and the website, get over there, is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Lots of love. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, darlings. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.